Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech the Zivamas, Perak Yud, Mishnah Dalid, and Mishnah Hay. Now we have a reverse case where not the husband goes away, but a person's wife goes overseas. They say your wife passed away. So he goes ahead and marries his sister. Her sister, as we know. A person cannot marry his wife's sister, but when she dies, he could. So in this case, because he was under the mistaken impression, based off testimony, that his wife passed away, he married his sister. But afterwards, his original wife comes back. He's allowed to return to her because we look at the original marriage is still intact. And the marriage to the sister was just not a lawful marriage. It was, it was not a marriage. As you see time and time again here in this Masechta, that there are times when we say, Kedusha just doesn't, isn't tosin. Kedusha doesn't take hold. You can say, I'm, I, I want to marry you, but it's not a real marriage because if halachically it has no validity, so then there's no, halachic, there's no halachic marriage there. In this case, because he was not allowed to marry his sister, if he tries to, his wife's sister, if he tries to, it doesn't work. So it's just he, he had relations with her. It's own issue, but not, again, it's not marriage. This is in contrast, we saw other cases, just one, one on the topic, where, for instance, uh, Cohen, who marries a Grusha, a divorcee, there the marriage takes hold, it's just that's not allowed. So there's sometimes where the marriage will take hold, and sometimes, when it comes to Arias, where the marriage will take hold as well. You can call a marriage from today to tomorrow, but it's not a real marriage. So in this case, because his wife was actually still alive, she was in fact alive, the, the, the alleged marriage to the wife's sister doesn't take effect, and therefore he can go back to his original wife. Moreover, whom mutter the Krovos. He's permitted to marry the close relatives of the second wife. Again, because it's not a real marriage. Ushnia Mataris Bakrosa. And the second wife is permitted to marry his permitted to marry his close relatives. If his first wife passes away, he's permitted to marry the second one. Um, he's permitted to marry the second one. Amrullah. Next case. Your wife passed away. Later they say, they say, actually, your wife was alive and you married the sister, but now she has died. Havlad Rishon Mamzer, so the child from um, this wife's sister before his wife passed away, is considered a Mamzer, in a Mamzer. The second one is not an illegitimate child. Any case in which the man's second marriage causes the second wife to become disqualified to others, that is, if his, his marriage to his wife's sister caused him to become um, forbidden to original husband. So the case here seems to be we're mi- mixing up or, 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 or um, combining the two Mishnayos. We have a man whose wife goes away, he's under the mistaken impression she dies. And this woman's husband goes away, and she's under the mistaken impression that he had died. And so they decide to marry each other, and it turns out both of them were under mistaken impressions. So when the man now goes and marries this woman who thought her husband was, uh, was dead, turns out he was alive, he's disqualifying her to her original husband, as we saw in the previous Mishnayos. So because he disqualifies her to her husband, so that's actually going to disqualify him as well. Then, but in any case, it's not the case where the second wife is not, does, not, does not become disqualified to others, so he does not disqualify himself. They say, uh, we have really bad news for you. Your wife uh, passed away. So what he does is he goes ahead and marries her paternal sister. It's not only is one's wife's sister, full sister, not allowed to uh, in marriage to a, per- a man, but also any half-siblings as well. So he marries her paternal sister. Now, this is actually a fun mission. We're, we're going to have to keep in uh, track of all the marriages going on. So a man's married to a woman, who we're going to see we, he thought was dead. And so he goes and marries her half-sister, Mesa, and then that sister goes overseas as well. And he find, he's under the mistaken impression she's dead as well. But Nasa Khosim Iman, he marries his second wife's maternal sister, as in from his mother. 
the same story. Mason Nasachos Mevi. She goes overseas as well, and he marries a he marries a third sister. Mason Nasachos Miuma. Um, so then there's a fourth wife now. So Venusikul um, Kiyamas. First, he's assuming he's learned his lesson to send his wife overseas. But okay, in this case, four times his man's uh, wives go overseas, and each time it happens, he marries one of their sisters. So what you have is uh, sister number uh, wife number two is sisters number one. Again, but now it, it, most it's maternal versus uh, paternal. But sister number three is a sister's number two, but not number one because again that was based off the um, based off the parents. So what happens is he's married to four women, and after the first one, none of them were lawful because they were all, all the other wives were actually still alive. Alive, but as we'll see in this Mishnah, not all these women are related to each other, even though they're sisters to the one previously. Because again, it's based on mother father. So again, if you do it really quickly, he, he marries. Um, he marries his pater pater the paternal sister, then he marries the maternal sister, then the uh, paternal, the, the third wife's paternal sister, and then the, uh, the that one's uh, maternal sister. So Vanimsa, Kula, and Kayamit are all alive. So let's look what happens. Mutter He's permitted to remain married to the first one. That's obvious because that's his original wife. The third one, because the third one is not related to the first one, only to the second one, and to the fifth one, because the fifth one is not related to the third one, only to the fourth one. Okay, meaning to say, the second one he can't remain married to because she's married. She's a sister to the first one, and the um, fourth one is a sister to the third one, and the, um, exactly. So, and the fifth one's a sister to the fourth one. So, based off of that, you end up. You, you end, based off of that, you end up that he can stay married to any of the ones who are not directly related to each other. and she exempts the co-wives from Yimuchlitza because these are his legal wives. Vaser b'shniya revi is usher to the second and the fourth one. In biyasa achas men patoras turaso. Therefore, if uh, any if he dies childless, the brother does yibum does yibum with only the ones who are lawfully his wife. But he does yibum with uh, the second and fourth one. So they're, since they're not really his co-wives, it doesn't exempt the other ones from yibum or chalitza. Then ba'al shniya la'achar misas avishona. If after if let's say. The first one doesn't he die, so he marries the second one, Mutter Bishnia Uvervias. He's pretty to be married to the second and fourth one. Um, he's pretty to be married to the second and fourth one, since these are now legally his wives, and they're the ones who are gonna to have to perform Yibim Khalitsa in the event he dies. and she will exempt um, the co-wives from Yibim of also in this case he'd be permitted to the uh, third and fifth wives, since they are the sister to the one previously, which is the actual wives. Therefore, if he dies childless, um, Yibam from one of the brothers is uh, given by one of the brothers to one of these ones. He's also to the third, or the fifth one does not um, does not work because they're not actually his wives. I wish you all a wonderful day.